Welcome back to another, oh, this is a special edition of the <laughs> Reason to Behold podcast with Tolu Talks and Arnold Reasons. Now, guys, Tolu is back from the world, <laughs> right? Tolu is back from marital bliss, oh, right? Gosh. So first of all, we need a round of applause, but he's welcoming back. Shout out to the wife. Come on. Oh. Come on. Now, do you know, I think before we even jump into the full conversation, We'll have a little bit of a mini conversation. Oh, okay. Not going to dig too deep. Not going to dig too deep. But that's for another episode, right? It, uh, the full version is yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's for another. But episode. just as a, like a, a short kind of, I think this is probably one that's probably relevant for the times we're in, especially with Boris making announcements <laughs> left, right, and center Boris. from time to time. But um, but yeah, like, how was the whole experience for you, for you guys, like getting married in the midst of so much? turbulence uncertainty and all of that kind of stuff with everything going on it was very interesting um because originally we were going to have basically two weddings um we were going to have the nigerian trad and then we were going to have the day where we've got the legal wedding the church wedding mm. and the reception but with the way everything changed and the rules and stuff like that we ended up having the trad a separate legal ceremony and then a separate church ceremony so that took the weddings up to three weddings over three days and it was it was pretty mad but it also provided opportunities where we could also open up the guests so we could have different guests on different days mm. um so it still wasn't you know anything like my 500 person nigerian wedding with yeah, 27 yeah. groomsmen which <laughs> all the women still keep writing me about like you want 27 grooms i'm like yes i want 27 groomsmen <laughs> like david had like 400 men in that cave so like don't talk to me about 27 <laughs> Do you know what i mean but it you know it wasn't as big as we wanted but mm. Um, that still had its benefits and its opportunities. Um, And as you know, just like on the the reception, being able to hear from basically everybody at the wedding in terms of speech, like, you know how I feel about stuff like that. It was... It was just great. And I couldn't have done that if it was a 500. Well, maybe I could, but it would have been a seven day wedding. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was actually, it provided a lot of opportunities. It also provided a lot of opportunities to get stressed um but what's good about that is that you have opportunities to work together you have opportunities to navigate that as a couple and that actually helps to forge a bond if you can kind of work through it well and i feel like we had our moments but i feel like on the whole we generally worked through it quite well and we can actually see the benefits of some of that as well even as we as we kind of transition into marriage so all in all like yeah i was my wedding was a lot better than I ever would have expected. Mm. Um, I don't know if you, did you ever watch this, this there was this show um, where every, the whole world blacked out. Did okay. you hear about the show? So it was this yeah. show where the whole world blacked out and at that moment, everybody saw into their future. Right. And right. they all saw like a moment in time. So like, let's say today everybody blacked out and they all saw the 15th of June, 2031, mm. right? And some people saw nothing. They just saw a black screen. And there were, and there's questions like, is that because you're dead or is that because you just didn't see anything? I think for my wedding, I never really had like a vision of it. And it reminds me of that show because I was like, is it because I don't get to have a wedding or Mm. like, do I just not really mind what happens? Mm. Um, But I think that my wedding was more than I could have ever imagined or expected. 
um, in so many ways. So yeah, I'm very, I'm just very grateful. That's good. And that is the preview for the listeners for an episode to come where we're going to unpack all of that, right? Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> the full details. The full... Honestly, everything. Um, so what are we talking about today, Tolu? Well, normally we don't uh, date and time our episodes, but today has been recorded on the 15th of June, 2021, mm. which is pretty much bang on the middle of the year. Yeah, It's halfway through the sixth month of the year. So we're going to be talking about goal setting and mm. about just progress throughout the year because we're, we're at the halfway point. Mm. that sounds good man that sounds real good so in terms of like 2021 for you Mm. um what did that look like did you set goals at the beginning of the year yeah so like i've been trying to get into the habit of doing goals monthly as well as yearly so at the beginning of the year i got like this nice little um year planner thing and then, you know, I split it up into all these sections, like, you know, family, faith, um, wealth, health, mm. career, and something mm. else, and split it all out that way, and then set goals for the year. And then month by month, I go back and I check, okay, how am I going to try and get further, closer towards those goals that I set yeah. at the beginning of the year in this month? So that's kind of how I, I do mine. What about you? Yeah, it's good. I think this year I definitely tried to be a bit more intentional about it as well. So I did um, set some goals this year. Mm. And I think this year was actually different because I tried to simplify my goals. Okay. Um, Just like, because I think one of the things that I've realized is that sometimes when the list is so long of so many different goals, it becomes a lot more difficult to focus. To focus, yeah. So like, And and focus is actually one of the big goals that I had for this year. Oh, (laughs) really? across the board yeah um so yeah so i think i tried to boil it down just to a few like headline goals um and then kind of like what you described as well breaking it down like in a in a more like quarterly basis kind of thing or checking in monthly and things like that as well on what i need to do right now in order to get to the end goal that i'm trying to get to Mm. so yeah man that's how it was for me and how have you been finding it this year? Because there's been a lot of ups and downs back and forth. Yeah. So how have you been finding it kind of getting to those goals and making it's been, progress? It's been rough, bro. I can't even lie because I think the goals, the goals are the goals. But I think what I realized is that I didn't anticipate how busy this year would be. Because even with my simple goals, mm. like I thought, yeah, like I started talking about things that I'd be doing in like, on my whiteboard. On my whiteboard i've got one of the goals to do with work which mm. i'd had actually scheduled that i was going to be working on it around july august mm. right which is we're in, next month we're in june now bro yeah <laughs> and i'm looking at that thing and i'm thinking i don't think that's going to happen just right. because of the size of it and the work mm. that i would have need to needed to have done beforehand i'm mm. still going to aim to get it done this year but it's one of those ones where i felt like i've had to adjust a lot just because of different things that were changing at different times um and it's interesting as well because I remember my my uh, my last progress review, um, annual review of my boss, mm. when I was talking about my work objectives for the year and the kind of plans that I had. And I think there was one point when I was speaking to him about one goal, which was like my major one, which is the one I'm actually talking about, funny enough. Mm. And I remember actually saying to him, like, I made <laughs> not a wager, but I basically said to him, if I don't deliver on this this year, then I won't take a pay rise. My pay will be the same for the next year. Wow. Like, and I think it was because 
number yeah. one obviously i got a pay rise from the previous year mm-hmm. and it was something that i think was linked to the foundation of what i was going to do this year mm-hmm. um, as one of the major things and so i remember at the time he he actually i remember him specifically saying that wouldn't be fair of me to basically put that on you because things might come up and mm. guess what things, things came up, come up. <laughs> yeah. so so i, I think, think yes yeah, so, go ahead go ahead bro no sorry you go you go now i was just gonna say so i think on the whole this year has been a lot of like the waves have been moving and i've just been having to like have those basketball steady legs <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> For sure, because I think what you were saying reminds me of the fact that, look, we have to also be flexible. Yeah. And we have to be agile with what we do and what we're aiming for, because Mm -hmm. there is stuff that comes up. And I think that sometimes um, when we set a goal and -hmm. it looks like that's going to have to move out, we can be quite hard on ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I think there's got to be there's got to be some balance, because I think firstly, the fact that you're actually setting goals and actually working towards those goals already puts you at a huge advantage because actually like you know how easy it is to go through life and not do that yeah you know so firstly it's important to recognize that actually we've made some progress in terms of the fact that look i have goals Mm. and i'm moving towards my goals actively you know Mm. not like you know 90 percent of people who say i'm going to go to the gym this year and don't do anything to go towards (laughs) it Yeah, yeah like i'm actually month on month quarter on quarter making progress towards my goals and that in itself is an achievement Mm. but also knowing that look actually let me be a bit kind to myself when if something is having to move not because i've not been putting an effort or whatever it is but like yeah things move and it's okay you know and rolling with that and not not getting too down on ourselves because sometimes it's easy to look at things that have to shift and be like why is that shifting but yeah it's actually okay you know for, for sure and I think even on the back of that, I'd probably ask in terms of like in your, when you've set goals and you haven't hit them, mm. how do you generally deal with that? <laughs> so I think it, it depends on what it's about, right? Mm. So I also have a general approach of under promise and over deliver. It's oh, yeah. just, I generally- <laughs> I'm with that, bro. I'm all the way with that. <laughs> That's generally how I try and kind of live my life is, yeah. you know, try and not not purposefully like not stretch myself you know but so for example when we were um, we were getting the house done right mm. i knew that i wanted the house to be done at l- around two weeks before the wedding mm. maybe a week before the wedding so mm. the wedding was on the 25th of may mm-hmm. and so i'd set myself a date of the 10th of may mm. to have everything done by i ended up going over to about the 17th of may Mm. And I was actually quite okay with that because in the process of doing building work, stuff always comes up. You yeah, know, you need yeah. this that you didn't know about, you need that. And so in that kind of scenario, I'm okay because really my my target is kind of fluid. Yeah, yeah. And so I've allowed to say, okay, I would want it two weeks before, but mm-hmm. seven days before is still fine. You know, so some of it is trying to set targets that even if they move, it doesn't affect everything else downstream because i think that's when it really sucks right is like imagine if i'd set my target as the week before mm. and then now that moves out by a week and now <laughs> people are having to reschedule their weddings and stuff do you, do you know what i mean or like or like i'm, I'm at my Don't wedding and someone is still building my house like that's, that's, that's the problem and that's where yeah. i think i would have been really hard on myself because we'd have had to come home the house isn't done and all that kind of yeah, stuff so yeah 
I try and kind of protect myself in terms of setting goals that have a bit of flex mm. so that even if life happens, it's still not going to impact things really badly. Mm. But then I think even when stuff does go that way, I really just try and understand why did it go that way? Um, mm. What can I do? Because I can't do anything to change what's happened before. Yeah. You know, so now we are where we are, but what can I actually do to make sure that next time round it's a little bit different? You know, was I a bit overly ambitious or overzealous in what I was trying to do? Or mm. was I just, did I just not execute properly? You know, mm. did, did I, procrastination could have also been a thing, you know, like sure. what did I do wrong in this scenario that I can learn from? Not to beat myself up about it, but just to yeah. say, okay, objectively, what could have been better? And how do I actually make a better outcome next time? For sure. No, I'm, I'm 100% with that, bro. And I think even with me, I think it's pretty similar, man. Mm. Like, I, I try to course correct as quickly as I can. Yeah. But I think it's probably this whole analytical thing, isn't it? Like, where yeah. you want to find out where did things go wrong? Right. What was the root cause of this thing so that we can make sure that there's structures and systems in place that are going to help to avoid it from happening. So I hear you 100% on that, man. Absolutely. And I think being able to kind of step back from the situation, mm. kind of take the emotion out of it, mm. you know, I think that's really important because if I was doing this and analyzing someone else's mistake, I wouldn't bring the same emotion and the same disappointment. Yeah. Into that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's, it should just be like a case study. Like, this is the yeah. fact of what happened. These are the points where it could have been different. Mm. you know and just giving yourself that grace to step back from it and not try and judge yourself as you go through yeah you know yeah. say this is what happened was that the right thing or the wrong thing not was i stupid or you know it's mm. those things that are important i think for sure and so with your monthly goals as well so you said you do yearly goals and yeah. then you also do monthly ones as well so those are like breakdowns i'm guessing or building towards the bigger yearly goal or is it different exactly exactly so for example in my one of my goals is around faith and like my my discipleship walk so mm. like my big goal might be you know i want to be more consistent in prayer mm. you know as over the year you know mm. i want to develop my prayer life or my yeah. study time so for this month i might say for this month what am i going to do to get more consistent in prayer mm. you know so that might be okay i know that my church does prayer sessions twice a week during the weekday mm. so actually i'll try and attend one of those sessions every month mm. you know, so that's when it becomes a bit more specific so it's like to meet this big goal mm. these are the small things that i'm going to try and do um mm. this month or if it's for food if i want to lose weight i might say instead of having dessert five times a week mm. i will have it twice a week this month yeah. or whatever it is you know so breaking it down in that way for sure. I'm smiling because that one's a real person. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, right now, I don't know if you if you picked up on it as well. I'm on a three-month ban. What? Um, all together, called to no desserts. Really? Yeah, bro. We really going for it, man. Wow. So maybe is it worth you actually sharing with everybody, like, what is your... Because you're currently on quite, like, a big goal right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the... This, and this is, like, one of my forefront goals at the minute um, is road to 200 pounds. Um, so when I started, I was at 262. Okay. Um, when And then a few weeks back, if people listening don't know, um, I made the decision that I'm not just going to do this thing privately offline amongst myself and um, like a few brothers like you. 
but I'm going to actually put this out in the public domain. And part of it was because I knew, I know how I am. I know that in my flesh, I didn't want to do it because obviously it's something very personal. It's like I'm exposing myself. I'm being vulnerable in a lot of ways, but I knew that by putting it out there, it would be something that would create like a new level of, okay, now I'm definitely going to do it (laughs) because, because if there's one thing I don't like, I don't like flopping, especially flopping in public. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Because I was actually surprised when I saw it because I was just scrolling through Instagram and I said, what? I didn't even give no notice. This is it. No so even for you, it was a shock. No, Boom. It was literally on that day, I literally sat there and the thought came to my mind and I said, I'm going to do it. And then after, as soon as I posted it and I put it all out there, I literally thought to myself, what have I done to myself? <laughs> literally was thinking, what have I done? Do you know what though? I've already even seen the impact that it's having, whether it's yeah. in the comments or I was on Facebook and someone said like, oh, like Arnold Reason is doing this. I said, wow. Bruv. Yeah. You're not even really on Facebook. No, I, I didn't saw even that. know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that. And someone said, because, and what the one thing I liked actually um, was I skimmed through the one that you did about imperfect execution. Yeah, yeah. And I could see how this person had said something like, oh you know i was meant to wake up this morning and do this yeah but my alarm didn't go off but yeah. i'm still going to do this and i said that's imperfect execution i said literally wow. oh my do you know what i i'm telling you yeah this whole process and i can't even remember what your original question was but i'm just getting excited because we're talking about this goal <laughs> <laughs> but i feel like this process yeah for me has been so insightful already and it's only been like maybe two weeks i think now two and a half mm-hmm. weeks because like number one i don't think i realized how much it would impact other people just me just being me out loud yeah um because literally like like you said the comments the dms the text messages the phone calls like there's a list of people that have spoken about how inspired they've been and about how they've made a decision they've been going to the gym people are sending me pictures videos and stuff like that and i'm just like i'm blown away bro because that's amazing and when I'm seeing this, I'm thinking, when I'm thinking about my day and I'm thinking, I, w- I, know, I know I need to work out. I'm watching these videos and looking at these pictures and these messages and I'm like, I got to go now. Like, <laughs> I can't. Absolutely. And and so, so it's been a powerful experience because, you know, it's, it's funny how the thing that we don't want to do sometimes is the thing that's going to liberate us and liberate even others as well. But that's so interesting, right? Because that also shows how God has created us to be. Yeah. You know, because actually you're th- you're encouraging them that they're also encouraging and challenging you. Oh, 100%. You know, and that's what it says about iron sharpens iron because it's both ways. You know, it's yeah. not just one person sharpens everybody else. It's like, actually, if we allow it, those people can also sharpen us as well. 100%. And that man. power of unity is just, that's amazing. 100%. And even like outside of them, then there's people who are further on the this is this is literally God's design, bro. Like yeah, people yeah. who are further along in the journey who have learned different things and who are just like literally sharing with me at different points through DMs and stuff like that. Oh, you know what? This is something that I've done. Mm-hmm. Maybe try it out, see if that works for you. And already it's like I'm it's like by me almost making the decision to be vulnerable and to put mm-hmm. myself out there. Mm-hmm. Like it has almost opened up a whole new world yeah. of like this team kind of thing where it's not just it's literally not when i'm running on that treadmill that i hate yeah <laughs> it's, it's literally not me like i feel like like today when i was in the gym i'm telling you bro yeah 
we took you know how we've spoken about this whole michael jordan thing and the stories he creates in his head yeah <laughs> I, I create the stories bro like 100 confession what was the story what was so the story? my story today first of all there was one story that's like a recurring story where like i'm on the treadmill no one else is there somebody comes on and i'm like okay let's see how long you're on there for and i'm just going 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 they come off before me and i'm like yeah i'll, I'll work you and, <laughs> and maybe maybe i need to repent on that in it but why <laughs> But, but that's part of the story. But the other part that was on my mind was as I was running, it's like I almost visualized in my mind like tons of people like running alongside me and behind me as well, wow. just in this race wow. as a result of this whole thing of going public, man. And along the way, you also have the people that are giving you like things like water bottles, refreshments whilst you're jogging to top you up and all of that kind of stuff. And that's what I feel like this whole experience has been like for me. It's been amazing, man. I think in all the times that I've given myself goals around health and fitness, Mm. I feel like this time round has been something special because even like, and I'm not even saying just from going public, I'm talking about from when we started this journey, when was it last year? Mm. And we started with like literally small changes and little things of, okay, I'm just going to go on a bike ride 20 minutes a day, three times a week. And that was it. And then literally just building stage by stage the accountability with you um, and a couple other people as well like and seeing how over time building one brick at a time all of a sudden we had a good foundation which when the decision to go public came like we had already made a lot of progress and it was like okay now we're about to literally accelerate this thing so so yeah man shout out to tolu great accountability partner <laughs> <laughs> and that was another episode in itself <laughs> <laughs> I think what's so awesome for me, right, is that yeah. even the people that are like sending you messages and sending you videos and stuff like that, there's mm-hmm. an element of vulnerability on their part too. Yeah. You know, because actually that's quite a thing to do, you know? It is. And sometimes we might think about doing it, but we might not actually do it. Mm. You know, but you don't actually know the impact of you doing that thing that it will have on other people. Because now you're you're watching that back and that's motivating you and that's encouraging mm. you, you know, but people may not always think that when they're just recording their message and sending it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good, man. And you know what, since we're on the topic of goal setting, accountability and how these different things come into it, like for you being on, like before I went public and stuff, we can talk about this actually, for you, what was that experience like being the person who was like one of my main accountability mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, what was that whole experience like? And what was it from your point of view? How, how was that whole thing for you, bro? This is going to be interesting. Oh, I haven't heard this. <laughs> it's a mix of things. Because... Yeah, the good, the bad, and the ugly, by the way. Yeah. Let's give it all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, it's exciting, but it's frustrating. You know, yeah. it's... It's enlightening, but also confusing. Like... <laughs> It's it like, like poetry, bro. bro like, <laughs> but that, that's literally what it's like because it's like you're going through like all these different things all at yeah. once, mm. you know. Because sometimes it's like you're clicking, it's making sense, and everything is rolling, you know. Mm. And because I don't necessarily get all of the this is how it happened, you're yeah. just like this happened. You're like, where did that come from? Where did that come from? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? But then there's also the element of hearing some of the things that you might believe that aren't really true yeah. and it's like bro, bro i give you full permission to actually say it <laughs> like, bro i'm i'm in the domain now do you know what i mean <laughs> like yeah, if you've got an example say it 
Okay, okay. It's just like there are some times when you're in a scenario or you're in a mindset that you've been in for so long. Mm. And to someone else who's on the outside, it's like, that's like, where does that even make sense? That's actual yeah. madness. And yeah. trying to talk that through and really like reason it out, mm. you know, because you know me, like my general approach is, look, I can tell you what I think and it's just my advice. And if you mm. don't take it, you don't take it. You yeah. know, I'm, I don't, I don't take it personally. Yeah. And I think it's also quite different when I can see how that belief is impacting you and yeah. how that belief is holding you where you don't want to be yeah and so in a lot of ways it's like it's frustrating but then like three months later you'll be like oh i found this thing i told you like three months ago yeah? yeah but then also learning not to be like but i told you that three months ago and you, you know? and you've been really good with that as well that's one thing i'll definitely say firsthand being on the receiving end of your accountability lashes which were very gentle (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's such a hard balance right because i think it was joyce mayer like or joyce meyer she said about when somebody gets a revelation that you have had a long time ago that's Mm. not the time to be like well duh like everybody knows that Mm. you know like so even if for me like we've had that conversation trying not to be that guy that's like i told you so because actually if i'm that guy then when something else like that happens we're not actually going to have that conversation Mm. because Mm. i've created an environment where now you're hesitant to come back and tell me stuff where you might have changed your thought or you might have found something else that was more convincing than how i said it because that's also something is that maybe actually how i presented it didn't quite connect with you and that's Mm. okay Mm. you know so that that journey that taught me a lot even just in terms of how do you respond to stuff like that and how do you you know how do you navigate that so it was it was very mixed but as a whole yeah no i was gonna say and i can finish the rest and i'll say (laughs) as a whole (laughs) as a whole it's very rewarding because even seeing what's happening now and like you said like that was the foundation for yeah. what's happening now so yeah. getting to see actually what you're building because it's like digging a foundation is disgusting it's oh, just messy. so disgusting like you hit pipes and it's just messy and dirty and it doesn't look like anything nice there's did you see no value like whatsoever for anybody who's walking past whilst you're building the foundation no- what is it like what's going on there yeah nothing but now it's like oh okay now we're seeing like the first floor covered we tarried to the end literally you know, tarried you know literally we tarried to the end and when you're putting all the paint and all that stuff and it's finished and it's glorious like we'll we'll be there yeah you know to see it and that's what's rewarding and that's why yeah. I try, you know in those moments that's what's worth remembering is that like that is the joy that is set at the end mm. so you prove what you need to go through now mm. and will come you know if you keep going that's what will come so, mm. so yeah. that's good man i have a question for you but i'm going to say a piece from my side as well yeah, yeah. so for me it was interesting because i know that i can be strong-willed and i think that's why uh-huh. it's interesting <laughs> <laughs> like <Understatement>. the statement <laughs> i know if i've got my mindset on something oh. like and I, if I once my feet are deeply in the ground, they can be deeply in the ground, and, it and just, you're a lawyer. It's, and you're a it. lawyer. It's important. You, you're trying to argue with a lawyer. It's like it takes what? a miracle. <laughs> and so, so that's why hearing you say that, I'm thinking, man, I can imagine it really must have been rough, um, because 
it, I don't I don't think I kicked and screamed about everything, but I know that when I did have a difference yeah. of view or difference of opinion, like it was what it was. <laughs> <laughs> but I think for me, like on the receiving end, like I, I guess I learned from that as well because you I think you were very gracious, bro. Like, and I think that's just something about how you are as a brother anyway, which I know is very it, it's a it's a reflection of I think God's work in you because I think absent of the God factor, I would Tony's wailing. <laughs> <laughs> Tony's wailing. Um, but you were gracious because like I can think of times where so like let's just to give a practical example. So one of the things, so one of the things that we had in place was that I said, look, I've got I think what was the first limit that I put in place when it came to fast food? Was it twice a week? two takeaways a week or something like that um and i think it happened because there was a period where i realized that i think it might have been that we were really busy and all of a sudden i just fallen into like a pattern of like ordering fast food again and again and again and again and again and so we had the conversation and i said look this is what i'm going to do if you don't get the text from me ask me Mm -hmm. and again this is like why i say that this was all the foundation because i knowing myself that safeguard had to be put in place where I confessed and outed myself and said, if you don't hear from me, ask me the question. And true to his word, Tolu did. <laughs> and so there were times where I was consistent. I messaged him like, yeah, take away one of one. Take sorry, take away one of two. Take away two of two. There's some good weeks. If we go through the iMessage, you'll see it. <laughs> but then there's also some ghost weeks <laughs> where, where I just didn't send anything. And at that point, and this is interesting as well, because I'm thinking about the parallel of just the Christian life mm. and how at times when you don't see somebody or they, they haven't been around for a while, you can just assume, yeah, they're finally getting on with it. Like, and that's the assumption you could have made when they were ghost weeks or he's just, maybe he's not having no takeaways. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the easy default thinking, but true to your nature, <laughs> true to who you are and true to taking the responsibility seriously, I would get a text a random text, the text that I've been dreading, yeah? <laughs> because, and the thing is, the, the reason why it was so much dread for me was because I hate losing. And so, like, I think the first time it was kind of like, all right, cool, I'm going to have to out myself. He, he sends me the text, he asks me the question, like, how's, how's the food going? Like, how's things going with the takeaways and stuff? And I responded, and I think the first time it was kind of like, all right, let's see how this goes. <laughs> so, and then the response was very, like, very productive because okay. there's not a single time when you responded that I can remember. I'm in fact I'm sure of it. There's not a single time you responded where you were kind of like, oh man, come on Arnold, or something like that would almost deflate somebody who's trying to build a pattern out. Mm-hmm. And I think that came with the context of maybe you being understanding of the I guess the jet the journey of wrestling with this thing as a lifelong wrestle and how it had been for me historically. And so one thing that I always found is that whenever I failed, the thing that I typically was met with was something that almost acknowledged the failure, but helped me not to condemn myself. And I think that was always powerful because you would look for almost the the good in it um, or look for, okay, cool, you failed this week, but you know, you've been consistent you've had a bad day let's get it going basically and I think for me that was good because it was the voice outside of myself that almost reminded me of the truth and the importance of okay cool you fell down but you can get back up the journey's not over like the race isn't finished because you stumbled 
Um, and so, so yeah, go ahead. And I think part of that as well was because for me, sometimes I also know how it goes when if you have one bad day, yeah. Yes. Like, it was just a bad day. Next bad day. Next bad day. Now you're like, you're on a bad week. <laughs> yeah. <know> I mean? <laughs> and then a bad week is a bad month. Yeah. And it just spirals because that's also yeah. how the devil plays. Yeah. Know, is they're like, oh, well, you really messed up. So mess up. But it's like, but that was just so like if you have one bad meal, you have three meals a day. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So yeah, let's say yeah. I have one bad meal out of three. That yeah. doesn't mean I can then have another one and another one, <laughs> but that's where you want to go to because Literally. you're like, well, I've had a bad one. Let me just keep going. This is it. You know? Actually, that's one meal out of three in a day. So yeah. in a week, that's one meal out of 21. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's just like trying to see the context of, look, actually in the grand scheme, even if you have three bad meals in mm. one day, that's still only three out of 21 for a week. That's mm. what three out of 90 for a month. Mm. You know, it's not that bad. Like, that's okay. Yeah, right? yeah. And I think so, even that example right there, that is literally the kind of like responses that you were giving me that I remember. Mm. And they gave me perspective because you look at things differently from I do, especially when it comes to taking the L. Like, as much as I love bouncing back and all of that kind of stuff, the minute I know I have to send that message, yeah. it's like, I'm like, oh, like now there's the shame <laughs> do you know what i mean mm. like it's one thing because i already know that i'm failing myself mm. and i'm already like beating myself up about that anyway mm. um but then it's another thing where i'm like all right cool i'm about to make this failure public <laughs> um and so so yeah man so that was huge that's why i said i told you big shout out to Tolu because you played a very big part in that bro and i think in helping i think with the foundation and this is ongoing as well like it's not even like it's finished like but yeah you played a really big role bro it's a big shout out to you my pleasure bro but i have a question yeah when you had those moments of frustration Mm. why did you not quit what kept you going (laughs) (laughs) you know what right yeah i think because because you shared with me like what you want and like how it affects you and like Mm. how you feel about this Mm. you know and even just like in terms of your family and stuff like that and how you feel you know Mm. like for me like that's why because the frustration the frustration will pass you know Mm. but actually if you get this right the impact for you for your family for everything is huge Mm. you know so for me that's that's the real thing is that look your heart is in the right place like you're trying to get there Mm. so let's just stick with it you know Mm. and also like we're both christians so like i know that you're open to what god is doing and that's another thing is that humility is important in all of this because Mm. in a lot of ways you came with that humility so like if someone's being humble because you know it says about how god resists the proud but he gives grace to the humble Mm. so like when that humility is there it's not just it's like that humility makes it easier to give grace. Mm. Do you see what I mean? Because that's actually the basis of where you were coming from was the humility. You mm. know, because even in those strong world moments, I still know that you're coming from that place of humility. Mm. Do you see what I mean? So it's in some ways, it's easier to remember that and go with that and say, well, this is just part of the process. This is where he's trying to get to. He will get there. Mm. And just part of it is just faith. Like, okay, God, that's your son. Like, deal with your boy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah. but 
also it's the journey, like, because even some of the things that we're going back and forth about are things that I've had to learn by going on the journey. So if I can help you get there quicker, maybe not as quick as in my head, I think you should get there, but as quick, quicker than I got there anyway, or quicker than you would have got there. Yeah. Then that's still progress. That's still a win. Yeah. So I think that's for me, those are the kind of things where in the frustration, I think that that's what kind of helps me to keep going because this is all a process, you know? Mm. Um, And I was talking to to my wife about it. Like we were going to play basketball. Right. Mm. And Steph Curry is like the best shooter in the world. Mm. right but in a game he shoots maybe just under 50 percent. right that's that's his rate the best shooter ever <laughs> ever and he he makes less than half of his shots in a game yeah right so why am i gonna then think that when i'm going through life yeah when i haven't put in as much work as steph curry <laughs> to anything yeah yeah, yeah. But I'm going to be like 100% or 80%. Like, it doesn't yeah. work that way. You're going to have to miss shots. So mm. in some ways, that frustration is just like, you're just missing a shot. That's okay. Mm. You know, the next shot is coming up. So try and get my head back in the game. Like, that's just a shot that we've missed. Like, mm. we go for the next shot. And teammates argue. Like, it happens. It's for real. It's true. <laughs> like, big <laughs> arguments. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, for me, that that frustration should never be where I want to operate from. Mm. You know? That's good, man. And it's selfless, bro. Like, cause just... even, even to take that angle, I think it takes humility because like, as much as you're speaking about the humility on the side of the person who's um, maybe failing or whatever it is, it takes humility on the side of the person to whom they're giving a level of accountability to because pride in you as a human being says all right cool you want to do it your way no problem suffer like and <laughs> and literally have that the not even just you don't even have to say it but it's having the heart of all right cool fail like and and almost like quitting on the person because they're not doing it the way that your you desire way. yeah yeah um yeah but i think it takes a level of humility to see somebody doing something in a way that you know from your experience isn't the most efficient way but not to knock them all together or quit on them all together because they're taking a way that might not be as efficient mm. do you know what i'm saying because i think it's still progress right it's just it's not as fast that's what's really important is are we progressing are we yeah. taking ground because I think also even just understanding that look the fact that i get to be on that journey with somebody that's actually mm. a privilege like that's mm. not a right that's not because i'm anything it's because actually god has put us together in that way yeah and that's actually a privilege to walk alongside somebody and it's like a, it's a responsibility you yeah. know like you don't know is this one of the things that god is going to be like what did you do with that opportunity that come you? on you don't want to be like oh come i got frustrated on. no like <laughs> you know the even brother the you like, gave me lord you know like, yeah. <laughs> you know, no. No, like i want to be able to to actually go through that and also understand that like god has put me in this position and that's even that's his grace like yeah he's put me there to walk alongside somebody so actually like let me do it like god would actually do that because he doesn't one thing my dad always said is that um you know when we were kids and we'd ask him questions mm. we 
would never be like, who are you to ask me questions? Because he said, if you can ask almighty God questions mm. and he won't like berate you for it, who am I as your dad to tell you that you can't yeah. ask me questions? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? So I'm like, look, if God doesn't get all like mad at that with me and he walks, like, why am I going to do that to you? Like, that's not, yeah. that's not, that's not right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah, it's, it's so, it's so rewarding though, actually getting to see like the fruit of that and getting to see actually how that also impacts other people like mm. that's really great like it's and this is where the privilege comes in right mm. because it's, you have to do both sides you can't not work and then eat like mm. it, it works it doesn't work that way <laughs> so getting to see now the the outworking of that and the fruit yeah. is great yeah it's great that's amazing man that is amazing i guess before we close out probably one question that comes to mind for us to maybe talk on is somebody listening or watching might not have hit any goals that they set mm. up for the year they might be really feeling like what's the point of this goal setting thing like mm. every single year i set goals i fell i set goals i fell so what's the point and they feel like quitting altogether what would be your encouragement to them so there's there's a verse i think it's galatians 6 9 let me just make sure it is that mm -hmm. which is basically talking about don't grow weary in doing good mm -hmm. because if you do not faint you will reap a harvest so yeah it's galatians 6 9 come on and the guy has been me... in the wilderness but he's been reading his bible too <laughs> <laughs> the NLT version it says so let's not get tired of doing what is good at just mm -hmm. the right time we'll reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up and this the context is about you know doing good to others and that kind of stuff but also mm -hmm. just doing what is good so if mm -hmm. you have goals that are good you know your goal is I want to be more healthy that is a good thing your goal is I want to learn something that is a good thing you know it takes time it takes effort it takes consistency mm. and so if you keep going with it you will reap the harvest if you don't give up once mm. you give up that is when you're really not going to see those things and that's probably what's happened in the years past is that mm. you know, you've set your goals for the year you've maybe done like a month two months and you're not seeing the results so like even for me this year you know i think we got to like february or march where we've been doing the goals every month and mm. then from like March until now, we didn't do the goals, mm. right? And it would be easy to like write off the rest of the year and say, well, I've missed three months, yeah. you know? But actually what we did is we went back through and we looked at where was the last point we got to, mm. you know? And actually seeing that progress of, oh, okay. So like, you know, in January we said this and in February we did this. Yeah. And yeah. yes, we've had a break, but actually we're still building towards those goals. So just mm. picking it right back up and saying, okay, it's been a few months. Mm. let me pick it back up now we've still got six months left of the year mm. you know you could actually still make <clears throat> this last half of the year really great if you bring in some consistency and just mm. do some of the little things um because it's the little things that add up to that big goal so just chunk it down get consistency in the little things and mm. see see where that gets you for sure man that's real good bro what would you say i think for me so i pulled it up as well um, a verse that comes to mind is Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 
mm-hmm. which says, and these are some of my favorite verses as well. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and I think the emphasis for me is especially, they both go in hand in hand. Sure. But I think for me, especially the second half um, about acknowledging him in all your ways, like well, even in the failings, like, because even with my um, journey with fitness and weight loss and things like that, I've I've made a point of committing that into God's hands. Like, because as much as I have the textbook and I have the the wisdom and the stuff that people give me, which is great, I've made a point of even committing my failings into God's hands and saying, God, you know what? I failed on this thing many times. I really need your help on this. Like, and asking God for the wisdom for the the tools that are going to best help me to be able to reach the goals I'm trying to get to. And even asking God at times, like, do I need to reframe my goals? Do I need to redes- redefine the goals I'm going for? Um... So yes, I think that's kind of a, a, a big thing for me. And I think especially in failing, like that's that's, that's one thing that helps me a lot. That's so, super interesting because that's also part of that humility because yeah, even in that, that's when God sends you help. For you know sure, I mean? man. Yeah. And like, and that help can come in so many different ways. It can come in yeah. ideas, it can come in people. Yeah. But if you're not open and committing that to him, like you're not going to receive the help. It's not yeah. that he's not willing to send you help. So like someone said um, that verse about God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they likened it to different materials. So there are some materials that conduct electricity and there mm-hmm. are others that, whatever the opposite, like resist it. Yeah, you know, yeah. Or don't conduct it. So when God is trying to get help to you, if you're proud, the help is being, it's not flowing. It's yeah, not flowing it's like wood. Exactly exactly but <laughs> yeah. when you're humble it's like metal it just goes straight yeah you know and that that humility of even in our failing saying god i failed at this i need you to help me I yeah really and i think that's do you know the powerful thing i'm even thinking practically about that what you're describing is that when you commit it to god it as like a point of prayer and a point that you're making a request to him mm. if you're doing it in faith or mm. by faith with faith fueled by faith then you have an expectation and so it's like your eyes are almost open looking for the opportunities opportunities. which you otherwise wouldn't see if you're proud and just not like expecting anything that's right and so that's where i can see what you're saying about how that's where because your eyes are open now because you're looking for the response when somebody comes from the left and all of a sudden gives you this great suggestion you're like oh god is this you yeah. Do you get I what I'm saying? That. And you're able to love see that. it and identify it. It's beautiful, man. I love that. I love that. That's good, man. Any closing thoughts? Yeah, I'm just excited to see where you end up with your goals this year. For sure, for sure. So for anybody that wants to follow the journey, um, if you're listening uh, and you you can't see it on the screen, but the Instagram page is at Arnold Reasons. Um, that's where I'm basically documenting the whole journey, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So feel free to join, encourage me, I'll encourage you. I'm just trying to keep showing up. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I'm just trying to keep showing up, man. Um, and also, for those that do want to stay in touch, um, the main page is Reason to Behold on Instagram or platforms. If you want to get in touch with Tolu, you can get him at Tolu Talk at, at Tolu Talk at 
Tolu Tolu Talks, Talks on Instagram. You. Thank you, bro. Um, and yeah, we're back, man. We're back. So yeah, stay in touch. Keep looking for us. We'll be back.